You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning? Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. All right, back for another week. Al there, I'm here. Hello. Uh, how are you, sir? Oh, hi, Jerry. Everything good? Nice yes. weekend. Yes. Fantastic. And you, I'm sure you were down the shore this week. I was down the shore. Enjoying the beach. Killing it down there. I went I went to Atlantic City Friday afternoon for the evening, uh, regardless of why. But we actually hit the beach down there to go to that Land Shark Bar and Grill uh, for lunch at like 1 o'clock on Friday. And they have this really cool thing where you, you're literally on the beach. They have a bar that is in the middle of the beach with a little walkway and they got all these tables and everything. Let me tell you something. On a nice day like it was on Friday, there wasn't a cloud in the sky. It was awesome. The crowd was pretty cool. And it's like Atlantic City is like forgotten. Like, do you even think to go there anymore unless you have a show? No. Or you want to go see a concert? And, no, I, I would definitely go for concerts like down at Borgata. Absolutely. And then other than that, I don't think of it because I'm not a gambler. Fair enough. And I did go there to go to Borgata and we yeah. did gamble Friday night. But yeah, it was, I'll tell you, a nice time though. And the weather this weekend was just, as I said, was awesome. But uh, yeah, good times. I good went times. to the Jersey Shore beach and uh, it was so windy. I was getting sandblasted, Jerry. You ever go on the beach where you get yeah. like the sand is just whipping you? Yes, I have. And when I've got back, I had sand in my ears. I believe it. That was what, Saturday probably, uh, right? That Sunday was, was like that. So, uh, yeah, Very Sunday windy, windy Jerry. Too. We actually, you know what they, we had? How about this? This is kind of cool. Uh, not that it's a kid's store, but just what the organization did. At the baseball fields, they put up, they had knocker ball. They had 50 of them. So you had kids running. They didn't want to. Here's the thing, though. Unlike what me and you did at uh, Headliner, the kids didn't want to hit into each other. They wanted to sprint, drop, and roll. And just dive on it, dive on it and bounce? Yeah, yeah, well, no. like They were in it. But they were tumbling like crazy, and it was actually a lot of fun. It was kind of cool. They had knocker ball on uh, the Bachelorette this past week. The guys were uh, slamming into each other, taking out their aggressions on one another. On one another, How some of those that? guys are like all jacked up, Jerry. They were like really whacking each other. By the, that sounded weird. Yeah. Uh, you did it for what three minutes? <laughs> yeah, I was, was exhausted. Tired, right? Yes, I was exhausted. That's a workout right there. And I think I hurt my hernia. Okay. Uh, Jerry, here's something we need to all be on the lookout, and New Haven, Connecticut police are looking for our help. Okay. Not, not you and I in particular. I mean, just... I'm in New Haven a couple times okay. a year. Well, it's, just, it's actually happening near Yale University. And that's where usually I am. There is a man who is uh, he was a spray painter. He's going around with a spray, spray paint can doing graffiti, but his graffiti is all just penises. <laughs> 
He's uh, New Haven's notorious penis painter, Jerry. The penis painter. The penis painter. Sometimes he just draws the penis. Other times he'll write the word penis next to it. I guess sometimes they don't come out the right way. And he doesn't know. But on uh, this past Wednesday, they got a surveillance video of him. But he's smart. As he's spray painting the penis, he puts his fingers over his eyes so the camera can't get him. What do you think the punishment is for that? Uh, for spray painting penises around uh, New Haven, Connecticut? Time? I would think so. Destruction of property, especially if it's multiple. Could you imagine ending up in jail? <laughs> Why are you here? Yeah. I spray painted penises on, well, stop myself there because that'll be a drop. All over walls. Yes. Yeah, throughout New Haven, Jerry. That's brutal, He man. appears to be acting alone. I see some of this surveillance video. But, uh, yeah, this is what he does. Hey, look, there's the penis painter. He has a calling. That's brutal. I bet you if you paint just one penis on a building and get caught, you'll probably get in trouble. You probably won't go to jail. So take care of one penis, you're good. Yeah. Several penises, trouble. You start compiling multiple penis paintings. Compiling penises? Yeah. (laughs) Now, you would think, like, this guy could be an actual artist. Like, why wouldn't he, instead of... The talent's got to be through the roof. So he should be, like, doing oil paintings on canvas. Do you ever wonder, I suppose, did you ever wonder how a lot of those graffiti paintings, like, over highways? Yes. How in the hell they do that? I do. You, have you ever figured it out? Um, no, I haven't. But uh, I did talk to a graffiti artist one time, and he told me that uh, the status within the graffiti community, the higher you go, the more status your, your marking gets. And how, I guess you have to mark your territory with some sort of signature. Yeah, whatever your signature is. Now, there's between uh, here and back to New Jersey where we go, in the, that section of the turnpike that they call the, mm-hmm. uh, what do they call that part of the turnpike where you go like turnpike Bayonne? Extension. The extension. Yeah. Often the distance, there's some very high up, uh, yes. a spray painter named Kid. He just goes by K-I-D, and sometimes he has like a like a stick figure holding on to the wall. How? He's got it in some high spots, Jerry. I mean, expl- and you don't make money for this? No. But, yeah, yeah it's way, crazy. should be. Yeah. You should get paid for it. And I'm kind of pissed because uh, I'm down in the um, Belmar area of uh, New Jersey a lot now on the weekends. Right. And they put up a, you know, after Hurricane Sandy, they put they did a lot of new construction, these nice uh, walls uh, near the um, boardwalk, mm. sidewalk. And some jackasses spray painted, I guess, the name of their stupid band on there. Shocking. Yeah. By the way, go after the band. Yeah, exactly. Except no one would know where to find them. Oh. They're irrelevant, Jerry. Got it. Now, meanwhile, I'm trying to get my penis painter, trying to get him to put oil to canvas and let's sell these things. Yes, I like the idea. But unfortunately, he's going to get caught and in trouble. So if you see him, he's kind of a balding white man, Jerry. Looks like he's balding and he's... uh, he kind of looks like a redhead in this photo. Oh, okay. So, so you're out. be on the lookout. He did his last one on uh, Wednesday at 12.45 a.m. So he works at night. They all work at night. Oh, they all work at night. <laughs> Got it. That way they don't get caught as much. Jerry, you're always interested in uh, new dating websites. We've uh, talked I'm about. I'm not interested in them. I'm interested in them if they're successful because yes. I don't understand. You don't understand, What right. is this goofy one going to be? So we know about uh, Farmers Only, where the farmers yes. can date other farmers. Yeah, sure. uh, Christian Mingle, of course, very popular uh, yes. for Christians. J-Date for yes. Jewish folks. 
Uh, here's uh, TrumpSingles.com. Come on. This is for people who love Donald Trump. Oh, boy. At least you have something to talk about on your first day. You'd be like, did yeah, you see Trump? Did I, you read these tweets by Trump? I mean, the one thing you can certainly say about these dating sites yeah. is they give you a commonality. Yes. For sure, for the first time you go out so that you're not sitting there staring at one another. So what do you do for a living? Right. You can jump right into it. How did you first find your so love Trump of in Trump? New Hampshire? How cool was that? <laughs> how cool was that? You happen to be right about that. Yeah. Speaking of, I was at, you mentioned Trump. Yes. And I was at, yes, I went to see Wanda Sykes at Borgata Friday night. I think she's very Stand funny. Stand-up comedy? Yes. She went into out 25 minutes of Trump bashing, which I don't really give a crap. You want to do that, do that. I don't give a right. bashes Hillary, Trump. It doesn't matter. I'm still going to vote for who I'm going to vote for. But my God. For $125, can you shut the F up and make me laugh? Yeah, what if you're a Trump God. lover, Jerry? Then you'd be, oh, you was, would have paid your I money. Mean, she was, listen, she was killing others, and she killed Bernie Sanders too a little bit. Uh, she was a big Hillary supporter. That's fine. I don't care. But it's not, I don't even want to hear those people's names right now. Right. Like, the beginning you relax. was funny. I mean, uh, it's just whatever. It's what so type of fun. crowd does a Wanda Sykes get these days? Uh, a crowd where half the people left. Is that right? Not half. I'm exaggerating, but a lot of people. Where was this at? The Borgata. It was. It was in the, the event box. center. It was in the music. Yeah, the music box. The smaller one or the bigger venue? The smaller one. Well, I don't know what the... Like, when you walked in there, did you think, how is Wanda Sykes going to fill this? Or no, did you... I was actually surprised it wasn't 100% full. Really? Uh, the, the back couple of rows were empty. The bottom was full, and then the second section, the bottom half of that section was full. But then I would say two to three rows all the way around were empty up the top. Hmm. So, but again, just shut up for 125 bucks. I mean, just make me laugh. So Wanda Sykes not pulling in the people like she thought. Probably not. By the way, Kim passed out. She fell asleep, your wife, during Once the event? she started with the Trump stuff, Yeah. my wife rolled her eyes. <laughs> I looked over three minutes later, and she was out like a light. <laughs> it was actually pretty fun. And by the way, I wish I fell asleep with her. Right. Terrible. Yeah, I'm not a big uh, politics. I hate all politics anyway. Like in the morning, Boomer comes in, and I sit with him when he gets his makeup done. He's always trying to engage me in politics talk, and well, I never know because you don't like it or I, want to I don't talk even about know it. what he's talking about because I don't care. I don't follow it. Nothing. Yeah, I. I but mean, I do, but I'll I just, don't. I don't discuss it with any. I really don't discuss it with anybody. Yeah, I'll just nod my head. You can do that. I'll be like, mm, well, the problem is if you start learn. reading or watching or paying attention. Yeah, politics. It's so weird how people just freak out over it. You know, it's like. A Jet fan and a Patriot fan leading up to, like, a big game. Right. You can't have that discussion. You know, Beningo and a huge Patriot fan are not going to get along that week. Politics is the same way. The difference is, oh, I don't know, politics is real life. Right. Football's crap. Doesn't mean anything. I just say things like when he's talking, I'll go, well, live and learn. Like that. <laughs> That's one to grow on, right? Yeah, like that. Or I'll go, well, onward and upward. That's I what I say. That simple. I yeah. really do. How about this? You Now, you played blackjack, right? I did. I do. I know we have other topics. We have Occasionally. I got good so, ones, Jerry. I'm playing on, on Friday, late Friday afternoon. Blackjack. Blackjack. I have never in my life, ever, 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 and if I didn't say ever enough, ever, thought a game was rigged. And I still don't to a point. But our dealer, he was really cool. Good guy. And he would, it was very, you know, Atlantic City's kind of stuffy. Like, they're really strict. This guy was kind of fun. He had a girl playing who really didn't know what she was doing. Uh, another guy there who just was the out of his mind. The dealer was fun? The dealer was okay. actually fun, which made it fun. But it seemed like every time he was hinting at what you should do, he was right. 
Right. You're looking hmm. at me like I'm crazy, right? Right. So there's one time I had 16. He was showing a 7. A hundred, 99 out of 100 times you're hitting on 16, you're hoping for a small card, right? It's not going to happen, but you probably have no chance because he's probably got a 10 at 17. Right. And I had a lot of money on the table at this point. I was I was starting to do well. I'm like, if I can get this one, I'm going to take this and I'm going to run. And I, I end up with 16. I'm like, God damn it, and he's got seven. I'm like, what do you do? I always hit. Always, always, always hit. And I did it like seven previous times, and I busted every damn time. I'm looking down, and I had not a lot of money for some. For me, it was a lot. But they got $110 down on this bet. I'm like, you know what? I want to stay in the game. On one bet, Jerry? I did, because wow. I had won a few in a row. Bougie. Trust me, it's not bougie at all. I was playing a $15 minimum table. How bougie is that? So I'm like, I looked at him. I said, no, I'm not hitting. He goes, no, you want to hit. I'm like, I know what I'm supposed to do, and I've done it the last seven times, and I busted every effing time. Or And then he actually wound up busting. I'm like, and I could have won. I'm like, I'm going to try and just stay in this game, and I'm going to hope and pray you somehow bust. He's like, you're making a mistake. Okay, I'm making a mistake. Go around, he flips over, and he busted. And I, uh, no, I'm sorry, he didn't bust. He had the 10, and he won, and he showed me this. The next card was a 5. I would have had 21. Like, how does he know that? Because they see it, so they're doing it all day long. Oh, my no. Flipping cards, Jerry. Honestly, really, uh, just. And there went my money. Out the window. I still came out ahead, but, dude. You're betting 110 a hand, Jerry. Once I did that. Oh, one time. One time. I was going with Craig's theory. Of if you can string six or seven in a row together, just oh, get on one run. Saying. Yes, get out. And so that was, I think that was. I started with it was a twenty dollar bet, forty eighty. So I had eighty dollars down. I think Craig's blackjack theory helped me a lot when uh, oftentimes I would was staying on twelve, depending on what the dealer had. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, that yeah. really works. Because but that's the types of rules I'm talking about. Right, because an amateur going up there with no idea would always hit on a tw- on of a twelve, they would. and most people would not hit on sixteen. Right. And I usually, I would hit on 16 all the time. But in this one case, I had a lot of money down. I'm like, oh, well, I'm going to get a 10 and bust anyway. I figured let's prolong the agony. And I, oh, But he yeah. was trying to help you. He was. But again, I, there's no reason for him to know that and for him to push me into that. Right. And it happened a couple of other times where he was right. Ugh. You got to follow that Ugh. guy. Terrible. Jerry, we haven't done a uh, Pornhub story in quite a while. I know. You're slacking off. Now, there. Now, there's scientists over there. <laughs> I didn't mean that that way. <laughs> have not done a new study, Jerry. So this isn't a new study. This is just the popularity of a, a porn category, which they're seeing a rise in. Okay. Uh, of recent, uh, we may have talked about this once before. Big-breasted blondes. No, no, that's a long, long no uh, popular one. Got it. This is a new one that's just becoming um, popular recently. Hmm. That's a... Uh, they call real estate porn. Real estate porn. Yeah. This is a porn scenario, Jerry, where you're uh, a, a single guy looking to buy property. Okay. You um, meet the real estate agent. Um, you uh, She really wants to sell you the house. You're kind of wishy-washy whether you want the house or not. And she's got to convince you. So she convinces you oh, that this is the house for you. So really, it's just another way for people to take their clothes off and get it on. Yeah, but it's... It's just they're trying to take all real-life scenarios and turn them into porn. I could be into that, sure. You would be into that, right? Why not? And they do the opposite, too, where the, the male is the um, the real estate agent, 
and a uh, single gal. Yeah, see, I'm not buying that now. Is uh, looking. I'm to, not buying it. Oh. You were good the first way. But what about this way? How about this? The guy is the real estate agent. Right. The woman wants the house, but she's not willing to pay what the real estate agent is looking for. Right. So she tries to convince him to lower the price of the property. That could also work, Jerry. I've seen it work. Oh, you've seen this in real life work? Not in real life. Have you seen the videos? <laughs> yeah, I've, that's how it works. Again, men are at such a disadvantage because if a woman wants it, she's going to get it. Yeah. A man's really got to figure out, does she, doesn't she? Right. What do you do? Well, we've talked about this before with the whole um, thing where, where married couples say they have a list of famous people that they're allowed yes, to sleep with. we've discussed that. Yeah, and it's not fair because a celebrity will sleep with a regular woman. <laughs> a celebrity guy will sleep with anybody. A celebrity woman's not sleeping with some schlub. You got that right. So it it's not fair. A, it's not fair. So don't ever get into that with your wife in the future. I don't you're think not we even ever have actually. And if you're not married yet, don't get into that. Don't get married. With your, no, don't get into oh. that with your soon-to-be wife. <laughs> Because that's a losing battle for the guy. Yes. By the way, speaking of wives, yes. right, have you ever, do you ever go out and you're having a lot of drinks in the afternoon? And I, this happens to me too. And you're having a great time and then all of a sudden something pops up where you stop having your drinks or whatever and you just hit the funk yes. to where oh, you, you go from having a blast to kill me. I just want to go to sleep. That happened to me recently when I went to recently. Las Vegas with Craig. Oh, is that true? Yeah. I was pounding drinks on the airplane. I fell asleep, and I woke up with a hangover, and it was the afternoon. And you don't want to go anywhere ruined. or do right. anything. You're right. I'm always fascinated by guys, specifically in college, where they can have these weekend benders yes. where they just stay drunk. Right. How? Like it's Not only that, you get bloated. You can't continually just consume... 16 ounces of whatever, right, especially constant. beer. Yes. I mean, my God. We had, even the other night before the show, we went to, we ended up at the Japanese place. Inside Borgata. Borgata, yeah. Yeah, because we only the had about an hour. Place. Yeah, we had about an hour. Because like, I also have a Japanese, like, um, oh, hmm. It's this like, was a restaurant. Like in a the rice bowls and things like that in the middle of the restaurant, in the middle of Borgata, which is also very, it's a noodle bar. Okay, no, no, we didn't go there. This is the restaurant. We went to the, the Japanese restaurant in the left corner by the Gypsy Bar, I think yes. it is, right, over there. So we went there, and it was great because we saw that there was no one at the bar. The restaurant was busy, but there was no one sitting at the bar, so we just sit there because you get in and out much faster, got to go to the show. And woman comes over, she's like, you know, we're going to get you to drink. I'm like, honestly, nothing. Like, I couldn't even think of having another drink. Then I'm sitting there I'm like, my God, I was having a blast three hours ago. Right now, I don't even want to go to the show. I want to go right. to sleep. Yes. And it was 8 o'clock. Very funny. Yeah, that happened it's to terrible. me in the Vegas when I, I had the drinks on the plane, got drunk, hung over. I did not have a drink Saturday or Sunday. Really? Yeah, I couldn't. You were just done. I could not even look at the, you say, so I don't know how guys do that, especially the day drinking uh, in your in in a beach town or in the summer. It kills just, the it's night. It's murderous. It's just no good. Like, oh, you do the bar A thing every year. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can't be any fun uh, that night. No, 6 p.m. I'm going to sleep. Right, because you're shot. Shot. <laughs> it's just so funny. The man. heat and the beer, Jerry. Well, yeah, I did have, quickly, I did have a bachelor party in Vegas about 10 years ago for a friend of mine. And I was only going for like a day and a half. But I had to go. It was a good friend of mine, but I had to get back for work at the same time. So I went on Friday morning. And we got there, and we were having drinks all afternoon Friday. We went out to dinner. And then all of a sudden, I just hit the wall at like 10 o'clock. And these guys were drinking from before I got there. They got there Thursday. 
So they were starting to have their cocktails at 10, 1030 in the morning. They're still going strong at 11. I'm looking at the clock. To me, it's 1, it's 1 a.m. Like, I want to go to bed. Right. And I broke off and left them. And the next morning, they were still drinking. Where does it go? I don't know. Makes I no don't sense. know what's wrong with people. Fascinating. Yeah, well, oh, they're younger guys. Younger guys can tolerate age it. As them. Oh, you were the same age. Absolutely. I was in my I was my mid twenties, twenty six. Oh, mid twenties, you should be able to do that, Jerry. But where does the where does the where does it go? The body just has its ways of storing it in other areas. In better yeah. areas. Fat pockets. In fat pockets. Oh my God. Jerry, here's something. Okay. This is a, a story about a Japanese restaurant. I don't think this is the one you went to though in Borgata. This is actually in Japan. No, where, we didn't go to Japan, Al. <laughs> oh, you didn't go to Japan. No, you, you nailed that one. Oh, so this is a, a restaurant. Now, we've talked about there's a restaurant uh, where you can dine nude. <laughs> yes. Well, this restaurant's uh, another one that's opening in uh, Japan. This one, you do have to wear paper underwear. Paper, paper underwear? underwear? But on. they also have some restrictions. 18 to 60-year-olds only. Now, that's a wide, that's a wide net. Could you imagine what the testicles of the 60-year-old guys look like after the story we did last week? In their paper underwear? <laughs> but there's more, Jerry. You can't weigh, you can't be overweight. Okay. Or you're not allowed to make a reservation at this restaurant. How, who exactly decides if you're overweight or not? Well, they ask if you are 33 pounds heavier than the average person of your height, which yeah. I guess you would have to Google before you made a reservations here. Average. So they then weigh you are not allowed in. in. Do they weigh you on the way in? They must. It says if the staff doesn't believe the customer fits the requirements, they will quote whip out a scale and weigh them before letting them in. Public shame. Public shaming. Too fat. But thirty three pounds overweight. That's nice leeway. They're giving you some leeway. They here. are giving you a lot of leeway. They just yeah. don't want really obese nude people in paper underpants. In their restaurant. What's actually amazing is how many people are 35 to 40 pounds yes. overweight, but don't look it because of what the rest of society looks like. Right. Like I am, I would say I'm right now almost 25 pounds overweight. I am. I'm I don't buy that. I 100% You I looked am. very slim today when you came in. You looked tan, slim. I'm not slim. I would say I'm tw- I would say I'm probably 25 pounds over what my suggested weight would be. And what is your suggested weight? I think it's 160. At what height? Uh I'm between from 5 8 and a half. And so you should be 160. I believe I should be in that 160 right. range. Right now I'm between 183 and 185. It, that, those 2 pounds keep fluctuating. That's too heavy. Do so you, I could still go to that restaurant, but I'd be close to, I'm bordering on the 33-pound thing. Ah, eight pounds to go. I they would whip out that scale. What I would do is so. I'd go to that restaurant after I pooped because you're lighter. You'll be at your lightest, and then you can go there. And then say, I welcome, whip out the scale. Let's see what you got because I know what I got. And I know what I just dropped. And I know what I dropped. More than a deuce. <laughs> <laughs> see you tomorrow. Two. Show. Wow! With the real stars of the show, Alan Jerry.